Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fan podcast. We are back from my mental health hiatus. Shout out to my girl. I can't even think of her name. Dad, I tried to make a joke. What's my girl's name? Naomi Osaka. Yeah, Osaka. Um, shout out to her. But yeah, it was too much stuff going on last week for me to do this and trying to get adjusted to going to the um, to the pregame show. But I am joined as always. I am your host. I am the commission. And as always, I am joined by Actively Lazy. Yay. Stream. All right, let's start it out with the fines. We had two weeks worth of fines to go on. We had Aaron Sealand. He was bragging and putting, he said he wasn't bragging, but he definitely was bragging and tuning the Eagles horn because they were the only team in the NFC East that won a game and he posted a picture celebrating their one and oh i think i find him a million dollars or something you might have find him a billion dollars or whatever but what do you say on bragging after one and oh starts and we saw how they went today by the way um i mean you know this is what i expect from nfc east fans man they just <laughs> gotta get attention somehow some way if it's not the dallas cowboys i mean obviously we get this every year where they be from some random john doe fan or some eagle fan that's not uh, Hurt, Richard, John, one of the angrier ones. We always get like this random NFC East fan, even Giants fans get in on it from time to time. Whereas like this, like, hey, look at me. I want attention. We don't care. Your division sucks. Nobody watches the NFC East voluntarily, except for the fans of those teams. And even they hate. It's just silliness, and now he's like, "Well, you're gonna be on me all year." But you haven't been on me all year if you celebrated after one and zero. One and zero, really, against Atlanta? No, even though Atlanta showed a little bit of life. We have this guy who I think is already out of the group. His name is Raymond Mercado. He was fined by Ian Harrison, an all-star fine. He said, "Man, this ish is basic as hell." The homie even gave you multiple chances, and you still confused. All-star five, 100K for not being able to read real good. So it was a crazy post that Michael Stewart posted, something along the lines of a, not a meme, but a picture where Kyrie Leonard, Kyrie Leonard, Kyrie Irving said, I wish I'd never hit that shot. But in smaller print, it said, quotes that would break the internet. But they kept saying, dude, read it. He said, I did read it. No, sir, you didn't read it. It definitely was a fake news, borderline, try to fool you thing. But after people give you the second chance, reading is fundamental. It, it's Is it fundamental? Because there's so many people lacking that quality. Hell, I'm even going to lack fundamentals. I feel like fundamentals is something that everybody should have. Should. Yeah, so if, if, if so many people are lacking it, like common sense, if there's – if it's so hard to find it, it can't possibly be common. I don't think common sense is common anymore because people are very, unless we're talking about like, don't touch a hot stove. Like <laughs> we're running low with the bar is really low for common sense right now. I mean, no, nah, even if you say that, so there's there's a section of our culture that'll be like, look, the stove's not hot. That's your mind telling you that it's hot because you, you're not woke. You listen to that, to that. Uh, what do we call them? Colonizers. That's what you're listening to. It's not even hot. Doesn't even exist in 2021. It's also shit somebody told you or you you read in some book that a white man wrote. That's that's what our culture would say. But um, I leave Dr. Umar alone. <laughs> that does happen all the time, though. That re they really do do that. The kind of thought pattern. Uh, but no, for <laughs> real, I, I just want to say though, I'm guilty of not reading because when you sent this to me, 
I read this man's name is Raimondo. I just put all this shit together. I didn't even read this. Not bad reading. You're just racist. Like your 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 race your racism just came. You saw Raymond Mercado and you made him into Raimondo. That's just like racial filtering. There, our brains filter very quickly. Um, oh, <laughs> that's racism. Uh, Dan Figuela, who's like he actually is a smart guy, but sometimes he gets on my nerves. He's annoying. But uh, I like him, but he's annoying. And he, you know, he'll get in there and battle and make some good points. He doesn't always take the popular opinion. But I had to find him for reading comprehension and force him to uh, <laughs> uh, give, a well, I found him 100K and force him to undergo reading comprehension classes. That Giants post that I did triggered a couple of Giants fans. I basically said, look, you Giants, you suck. You started 0 2 for how many other years? You've, been, you've got that, the worst record in the league since the last year you made the playoffs, or I think it was like 2018 or something, you've been bad. And every time I say your moves suck, dating back to moving off of Eli sooner, they would get mad at me. And I had multiple Giants fans argue with me on every move. We'll get to Joe Matz later. But this guy, I said specific, specifically, not the ocean, specifically, their fan base on here at least says this. Next thing you know, Dan says, this is fake news. I'm on multiple group text where all of us Giants fans are completely disgusted at how gross they are. Now, I don't know. So it's some wiggle room in there. But if you're on multiple group texts specifically for Giants fandom, you're a loser. Now, if he just comes up and they have to be Giants friends on your friends, I don't know why on multiple group texts the Giants are coming up unless you're a Giants person. But I'm a good reader, so I do see that there's an opportunity that it could just be multiple group text where it comes up. But I hope you're not on multiple group text that are Giants focused, because that, we need another word for something that's gay, because that's not right to say anymore, evidently, but something that's 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 off and weird. Well, you could call it pathetic. That that's good. Then um, yeah. I'm just uh, queer, not, not what it's evolved to be. Yeah, and I just want to say that um, when I when I got this, um, I didn't have your voice higher than mine. So if I do an impersonation of you, I'm gonna add some bass to it. Okay, uh, I don't know where Ronnie got the whiny voice from, but um, maybe that's just what he assumes giant fans sound like, <laughs> <laughs> which which is just fucked up. But um, it was it was a feminized that was a feminized message. So I, my natural instincts took over, and that it was a feminized response. Yeah. I got, I, got nothing. I got nothing for NFC East fans. I hate you guys. <laughs> you're, you're a blight on the game of football. You're an eyesore to the NFL. And if we could send you to the shadow realm with all the, the Trumpers and, and everything else that we hate, Lil Nas X can go with you too and, and, and take little Bootsy with you, man. Let, let them hold hands and walk through the shadow realm. And I never want to hear or see from you again. Like, shut up. Nobody cares about your complaint. You all live in echo chambers. You all live in echo chambers where you surround yourself in misery of other fans of the same fucking shit show that you watch year after year after year. And you say the same thing and you're in the cycle of abuse that you'll never get out of because you put it on your kids because your parents put it on you. You're all losers. We don't care. Hmm. 
I'm not going to defend. I'm not an SEC guy, so I'm not going to defend the whole uh, division. It's not necessary. Uh, we have one more find that I have for Rico Hardwick that actually turned turned into a three day mute. So, dude, he's doing his dumb, still NFC East themes. He's going after Jay Holla. He says that season looking more like eight and eight. And Jay didn't correct it because Jay's Jay. He does. He's go with the narrative and not, not necessarily the facts. Then he comes back later again and says, y'all going to go eight and eight. Buddy, update your rosters, update your schedules. It's a 17-game season. The Cowboys did go eight and eight two years ago, and I think like through 15, 2015 through 2013 or something, they went eight and eight. But I get so tired of these old narratives, like just like updated, like, we can't, nobody can go eight and eight. Retire the jokes and get some new jokes. And then he said, oh, I was just joking. But what was the punchline? You used the old joke that didn't make sense anymore. That's like if you were making Bruce Jenner jokes. Like if somehow you, you, you found something about Bruce Jenner funny as a man. It had nothing to do with him trusting. Oh, and then you still made a Bruce Jenner joke from the 70s. Or it would be, it wouldn't work because he's Caitlin now. It's stupid. That's going to go to you got a minute fan without context. <laughs> Mark the tape. Uh, Case the gender reference. Transgender and NFC East. It's just too easy to mix the two together. <laughs> man, I'm not falling for that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Rico's Rico's cool, man. I support, I support my, uh, black business owners and stuff man he be doing his thing so i'm not gonna go out on this limb and talk about his his uh, accounting skills i'm just gonna assume he's got some kind of accountant or secretary somebody <laughs> doing books so he doesn't have to worry about listening that one game or or the that uh i guess that extra zero at the end of something but if there was a way to go eight and eight in the 17 game season somebody in the nfc east would definitely find a way to do it well, technically, it could be we would be, but we wouldn't be eight and eight, but we'd be eight, yeah. eight and one. That would be technically, but it's not even technically because the one changes it. But uh, no, we cannot go eight and eight anymore, folks. Where, where to to McNabb? Can can the game end in a tie? Yeah, that was awful. Uh, <laughs> Explained so much. NFC East, baby. Yeah. NFC East. Y'all set a standard, man. Uh, How could he not know that? Like on the sidelines, nobody was saying that, or he's the quarterback too, not a, not an office lineman. Not to get off on a tangent, but how could he not know that? I mean, dude, keep that shit to yourself. Ask somebody on the side before yeah, you say it out loud. <laughs> what the hell? All right, and we have a couple of headlines. Some are old, some are new, but I thought, and I just got posted to so much that Ashley Smith got mad because it kept being reposted, but I think you might have been the first person to post it. I posted it, but the Florida State player who proposed two weeks ago after the Jacksonville State laws, I, I these are new salts, man. I, I don't understand. You proposed to your girlfriend. Like, maybe if you're lost to Miami, maybe you're lost to Alabama or something, maybe you could propose. But first of all, I want to win. Like, the first dude I ever see do it was the Boise guy after they had an upset of Oklahoma. But yeah. who proposes to your girlfriend after, the, after you lose? The worst loss of school history. If I propose on some stuff like that, I would hope she said no. Guys, like, guys, say baby, come back. I don't, I don't, under, I don't understand these this 
new generation of Florida State athlete or football brand that we got going on, I can't relate, man. I mean, I'm not asking for you to win 10 games, but I am asking for you to beat Jacksonville State Community College, uh, <laughs> the Florida version of ECPI. Uh, I, I mean, I need something, bro. I need something. We just got beat. We just got beat by Wake Forest and like convincingly too. And and I'm just I'm in a lot of pain, like the type of pain where I might just lash out for no reason, call <laughs> call somebody the N word and say, "Oh my God, I I, I didn't know. I, I don't know where that came from." <laughs> like some deep hurt going on right now, man. Bobby didn't. Bobby didn't. Bobby didn't bring this program from the, from the pits for us to be losing to these people in his year of death, man. This is even worse. Maybe Bobby knew ahead of time and he just he said, I gotta, I'm out. out. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta roll out. Yeah, I did, man. And you you're you're very happy you were very happy for a week and all Jameis Winston fans were happy for a week. His MVP odds went up. I'm sure they will go back down after today's 11 for 22 performance but i know you're gonna blame it on the coaches but uh what now we can't blame it on the, the man was just sure, eight sure. coaches eight coaches that affects the entire team including the quarterback why would why would that not be a, an excuse i've seen people with full staffs of coaches that can't get the job done and this guy's missing eight and you're like he's supposed to overcome that on the road he, he reverted back to his normal form. It's not like he just did something uncharacteristic. He just did what he normally does. He still had Sean Payton. It's supposed to be the everybody gets Sean Payton all the credit anyway. So Patty, Patty got a, a a fucking prop out here called fucking Tyreek Hills down there somewhere. But my man James can't just throw the ball up. People gonna criticize him for that. Because where he throws the ball up too is the problem. Man, how many picks actually picks get to the receiver? Patty be getting lucky too. James man. still gonna be MVP. Is it? Of course. Like, oh, why would I? Why would I come off of that? Bounce back. Yeah. Bounce I mean, back. He, hey, look. If if the excuse was Aaron Rodgers checked out, then James just gotta check back in. You know, it's all good. As down as I am on Sam Darnold, give me Sam Darnold in Carolina, way over James in New Orleans. <laughs> Pretty much, give me Sam Darnold anywhere, and I'm not a Sam Darnold fan. Uh, we did have me. I'm not trolling, but I'm getting the page going a little bit. So, and I'm trying to hold these people accountable, and they're getting really offended at what I'm doing. But we said, you know, who are the top five edge rushers on the offseason? Chase Young's name came up. I'm sorry. I think he had eight and a half sacks last year. But he wasn't. He was top. I think he was like fourth in pressures or, or, or hurries or whatever you want to call it. But I, I, I broke down his stats for the first two weeks, and he, did, he doesn't have a sack yet. I think he might – he got one pressure in 40 snaps that first game. He got uh, – he has I think we believe he has four total pressures on the year and no sacks and one quarterback hit. So I'm not dogging Chase Young. I'm just asking that people don't crown him until he gets there. It, it, I'm not, I don't know if I'm concerned yet. He's gonna have to step it up a little bit. I'll take Chase Young over Max fucking Crosby. Oh, yeah. So I Crosby, mean Houston, baby. I don't know what he did today. Man. I mean, actually, in, in the two-game sample, Max Crosby is playing better. Yeah, yeah, he, he literally <laughs> actually, no, I, I think I said something about that last year too, or whenever we made that post. I don't I don't get it, man, but it just brings me back to my original rant on the NFC East. 
people being in echo chambers. If all you know is NFC East boards and NFC East fandom, then yeah, you probably do think Chase Young is a top five edge rusher in the NFL <laughs> in his rookie season. Like, like, are you, I think I asked this guy, I said, are you familiar with the other edge rushers that are in the league? Because he's not there yet. He's good, but he's yeah. not there. And they kind of gave him the Pro Bowl thing. I thought that was a little shaky. Like all they were dropping this man back in coverage last year. People bad. were people were openly complaining about that. That's not what you do to a, a top five edge rusher ever. And they were voluntarily dropping him back in pass coverage. I mean, he's, he's getting clowned now for, for moving away from Staley and, and pretty much everybody else has been dogging him. Like, I'm, it's just no, no. But again, NFC East fans, people, a blight. They're, they're the Sam, Sam Hose of fandom. If anybody can mess up a can't-miss prospect, it's the John Doe's. Uh, we talked about Michael Stewart's post a little bit, so we'll skip over that. But Michael Stewart was doing some work this week, trolling people back on his Kobe post and tagging people that are most annoyed by it. Good work, Michael Stewart. You he's are the number one troll. No, he's, he's a likable troll. He's like, not, he's not as – like, people get mad at you. Like, maybe they do get mad at it, It's awful. But people laugh because he doesn't get mad. No, nobody laughs. I laugh. Yeah, you. I'm biased. Nobody laughs. I'm what I'm gonna do. You had somebody as a former student. You can't do much. I don't care. He could be my mom, and I still would say his post (laughs) trash. Amused by it. Oh no! He posted a fucking meme or a picture, a screenshot of uh, of Kobe blocking Jordan on the Wizards. Like that's (laughs) not even that's That's not even close. That's really funny. Literally, Jordan got a full mustache. Ain't nobody going to How much work? That. How much how much time did he have to go to find that? I mean, that's that's dedication. That's funny. It's trash. It's funny. And also he posted the, he posted a meme that said that the Italian mob tried to poison Kobe or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard that story. What? Even, I know about Kobe stories. And, and Kobe's so cool with the with like Italian anything. I highly doubt they were poison. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> Even if that was in a movie, it's not believable. I don't know where he gets. I said, "How do you find this stuff with your algorithm?" But uh, then we had Patrick at the Florida loss. There was no reaction, and Patrick said, "Are we at the kitty table?" I've never heard a person beg for the kitty table in my life. Yeah, Pat Pat was was going through it, man. He's just happy to be. Happy to be here. Thankful for the opportunity, man. You know, Moses. Moses. Well, no, he should have been spinning. He was trying to spin and saying they were going to be George and all that. Like you look like a top ten team. So, and maybe Bama's not as good as we think, but you look good. And come no, back if you want Florida, and you Florida it up. But like, they missed the extra point. That's why they had to go for two. And they ran a dumb quarterback pot. Well, you know, it was like a zone read. He held it so long, and then just kind of cluster. But yeah, that was that was really trash. Don't really. beg for game balls. Don't beg for fines. Don't beg to be put at the kitty table. If you're important enough, like that wasn't a kitty table performance. You almost beat Alabama. So no, you shouldn't be trolled over that when you yeah. beat Alabama. Yeah. I just know he better stop talking shit to Georgia because it's. <laughs> Man, I, I'm just sitting back, like, just keeping notes, too, because I'm like, man, I know screenshots going to be coming, man. This boy just won't stop talking. I'm over here in the side like, Pat, yo, like, seriously, you got to chill, bro. Like, you got to chill, because I'm not going to save you and holler jump on you. I'm going to actually pull out my phone and record it. So- 
Holla's going to holler. Pat's going to pat. Holla's going to kill that boy, man. Got a game ball. Finally, Lawrence Hurt or Lurby Hollywood, which is his, uh, his alias. He finally got one in on Jay Holla. They've been at it on, my, on uh, the personal pages and the group pages. And finally, Lurby slash Lawrence Hurt went off. He says, this is not a bump. This is no team that Jay Holler root for. No, he said this. He said this is not a bump. No punctuation. Sorry. This is no team that Jay Holler root for. Has never won anything during the ten years or so I've been in IBN. Nothing he predicts ever comes to pass. He's Eddie Mush from a Bronx Tale, but y'all treat him like he's H from Casino. I don't get it. It, it, it had a hint of truth to it to be funny enough, you know. Jay is Jay, but I just thought it was like a funny obliteration of Holler and his mystique. I follow Lurby on uh, regular Facebook, and I just have questions and concerns before I comment, you know. I don't know which Lurby I'm talking to sometimes. He'll make a post and he'll like it and he'll promote it and then he'll comment on it and then also reply to his comment. And it just sounds like it's a totally different person every single time. So I, I just learn me if you're listening to this. Can you make it this far into the podcast, Mr. Lurby? Um I just need to see your um I just need to see your last psych about before I start making jokes because I want to make sure I'm insulting the right personality. I don't need all 24 mad at me. I just want the one, the one that I'm looking for because even today when we were talking, it was like he didn't know who I was for a second there. And I was like, <laughs> bro, we, we literally talk every day. I mean, I think you got to have a keyword to, to get him to understand where he's at. You got to say like LeBron or or King James, something like that. And then he'll be like, oh, I know where I'm at. I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, this next segment, segment is called RC versus the group experts. Uh, Joe is a group expert. So is Marcus. And I had battles with them. I don't know if you saw the Joe, but, but Joe won. But basically, that Giants post I said again, I talked about how Giants fans in the group are always coming at me when I'm not, I'm just analyzed. I don't care about your team. I care about narratives. I care about if you hyping somebody up and they fall down. I care about being right. I don't care. I don't, I think the Giants actually should be good because when I grew up, Phil Sims, Lawrence Taylor, you kind of want the teams that you grew up with to be half decent. And so I don't care, but y'all been fighting me since Eli was too, like I said, with, with uh, the Dan dude. You've been fighting all the time, but Joe took issue with it. And he went back and forth with me saying that, oh, we haven't, we changed our opinions and it's not all of us and da, 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 da. It's like, bro, I said, your fan base, plural, the people in your fan base attack me. That doesn't mean every time it's the same people. It's just your fan base over the last five years has criticized me every time I criticize a move y'all make that turns out to be shit. And I don't care if you you figured it out in 2014 or you figured it out in 2020. At one point, you were one of those people. And then he's still defending Freddie Kitchens higher and still defending Joe Judge's higher. So you're the people. Joe, you are the man. And not the good way. The Solomon in the Bible way, not a David oh. in the Bible way. Remember Nathan came to a Bible study, baby. He said, you are the man that took that man's sheep. You need to call this RC versus anybody that I'm trying to do a podcast with. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
just leave these people alone, man, so we can work together. Because for some reason, I get this residual hate trickle down from you. And I'm like, well, I don't even... Dude, Bonnie doesn't like me, people. He tolerates me. I, I serve a purpose. We're, we're probably business partners until he finds something better. He keeps trying to replace me, and he can't. So he brings me back. But trust me, he doesn't <laughs> want me around. We're, we're not really family. Corey will tolerate me. Corey might actually look out for me. I don't think Ronnie will look out for me. See, y'all got to stop hating us together. We are separate. Separate, okay? Segregate the hate between me and Ronnie, all right? Um, Joe, I, I don't, how did he become a Giants fan, man? <laughs> well, he's too intelligent for this, man. Arizona and yeah. Colorado. I don't know how he became a Giants fan. My, my take on the Giants is, honestly, they're one of the luckiest teams, like, ever. Even when you think about their Super Bowl years, they were never picked to win the Super Bowl. They always went through this phase where everybody thought that this is this is it. They're gonna be fucking terrible. They're always under five hundred, and then they go on these magical runs, and they beat the fucking best teams that the Patriots have put out ever. <laughs> and if you could run those scenarios like a hundred times, they probably only win two of those times. Those two times that they actually won. And if you break those games down, even though the Giants did play well, they're still parts of those games where you could clearly show that the Patriots gave the fucking game away. Like they literally did something inexplicable and it put them in a situation where the kicker couldn't save Brady and this is why they lose. Okay. Outside of that, the, the franchise hasn't been good. They haven't been good, especially in the last what four to five years. Hell yes. in, in the twilight of Eli's career, they were not good. So I say all that to say that you guys need to shut the fuck up. Nobody, nobody needs to be talking from the Giants, man. Like, you're not a model franchise. Yes, you are one of the founding fathers franchises in the NFL. That's great and all, and we, we respect you and appreciate you for that. But as far as, like, recent memory outside of those two Super Bowls, there's literally nothing you can talk about. You're trash. So just stop trying to defend the trash. It's that simple. They slowly are coming to that revelation it is slowly but surely. But even like Bradbury, I said, look, Bradbury is not that great. That's a lot of money to pay a corner that's kind of a system corner. You know, you get, I'm just like, y'all making bad moves since Gettleman. It started with the Eli stuff. We should have went off of him. And then you're making bad moves. You're just making bad moves. They uh they signed Landon Collins. Remember that? <clears throat> I said, awesome. I'm thinking more. They were mad because I said Landon Collins wasn't the move. I'm like, y'all are signing people that other people don't want. And you're putting them in positions where you're paying more than everybody else is willing to pay for these people. And you, you pay the King's ransom for, for Galladay and don't even throw him the fucking yeah, let's, let's relax on Galladay. <laughs> you know, I like the guy, man. I like the guy. guy. I don't know. They, I told you Danny can't do that. He's not. He's weird. I, I don't even. Oh, I can't even talk about it. It's terrible. You're messing up Galladay. But yeah, and plus, if you pay a receiver... And then you don't throw to them, that's a dangerous recipe. They, they, they already got paid and say, all right, well, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, so, he definitely ain't going to block for you. You, yeah, you, you definitely that. You definitely don't want that. You don't want to do that to a receiver. Uh, then we had, I'm going to try to be fair. We had Marcus. He doesn't like when he's on the podcast. But, you know, you're in the group. Hey, he's already stood you up, man. So I can't, it's not my fault. <laughs> don't blame me. He's not on the podcast. Not my fault. But anyway, I, I just want accountability. A lot of hype about Ryan Day. I've heard from him for years and years and years before Ryan Day was even the head coach. They're struggling a little bit. They're not meeting the standard of Ohio State. I just want him to say, hey, 
it's not, it's not that great. It's not acceptable. But he went on to this long spiel of how Ryan Day is not the problem. If you're the head coach, your team doesn't perform up to expectations, you are the problem. There are other problems, but you are the leader. You can't just say the defensive coordinator is the problem when you've got a head coach of a team. What on earth? I never heard of this logic. So we went back and forth. All right, first of all, bro, my man Ryan Day can't find the damn defensive coordinator in the middle of the week. Yo, he got to wait till somebody comes available before he can get rid of him. Choosing? He already admitted that he's trying to give more time to the defensive side of the ball because he recognizes that there are issues on the defensive side of the ball. I didn't get corrected. Rome was not built in a day. You saw the Red Bull commercial. Rome was not built in a day. Give my man at least a couple weeks. Tulsa's a trap game. Obviously, everybody knows Tulsa's a trap game. I don't know why you you, you don't know, watch enough. You don't watch enough college football. You don't watch enough college football to have this conversation with me. You I know. watch plenty of college football. No, you I watch football. You don't watch college. I, I do. Football. I don't listen no, to you, you homers no. that talk this no. absurd fan base no. bullshit that I don't no. want to listen to. All you no. college football fans that that are inconsistent only follow one team. Think Texas and Miami's coming back. I don't like talking to y'all because for what for exactly that somebody gonna say, Oh, it's not their fault. Why are you having on me? It's not their fault. Michigan, you pick Michigan, bro. You pick Michigan, you talking about teams not coming back. They never left. But I'm willing to admit the Harbaugh doesn't get it done. I know what his flaws are. It took you seven years to admit that. It took you seven years. And it took it took ESPN to put up there that he had never beat a ranked opponent on the road in the top 10 the entire time he's been there and every single Ohio State loss and the Michigan State losses before you finally was like, you know what? It's not going to work. He he had to switch to wearing jeans during games but it's still, it's still, it's still, for you to admit that it was over. But I still said it wasn't good. I didn't say he wasn't the, it wasn't his responsibility that the offense sucked or the defense sucked. He's the head coach. He handpicks everybody in the building. The guy's an overachiever. He went to he went to a national championship and he's been to the playoffs every year and he's only lost like three games. And, all I said was, and he was given the keys to one of the best, the second best program, third best program in the nation. Every, every, time Urban, every time Urban leaves the program, every time Urban leaves the program, there's a shelf life where it's, it's okay for the first two years and then scandals and things come up on the side and he had to navigate through that. And then it kind of has this little like gray area where you're like, are they going to come back? Are they going to go down? Dave's just navigating the gray area right now. I don't want to hear these excuses. Chase and Marcus go being. Chase is a racist. Chase Chase is a racist. They've been treating Ryan Day like he's the Messiah. I don't want to hear this shit when you're struggling with Tulsa and you lose to a Pac-12 team at home. No. That's not standard. Ryan Day did a TikTok it's like get the gat, get the gat, and, and Chase hasn't liked them since. He just doesn't like anything dealing with. Did they not? Did they not get the ball with a chance to win the game in Oregon? Man, look, that was defense call. Huh? Now I will I will say this. I will say this, and I and I will I'll say this on record. Stroud got to go. Stroud got to go. We we can complain about the defense, but the goddamn quarterback ain't doing his job either, man. If you, I start, see, you made a choice to start a true freshman quarterback. <clears throat> well, Who made that choice? He ain't got no other choice, really. Like all his quarterbacks are young. Who the players? 
okay. And he was doing what he could, what he had, and it's just not working right now. And my man looked like Jimmy G. He Urban had QB stop, baby. He had QB stop. The great he had, oh, the goat QB, was on the bench. He couldn't even get in. QB powers is what he had. He just had a bad, a bad way of sticking with JT for some reason. But Ryan Day, Ryan Day gonna talk, fuck around, and be your uh, your coach in Dallas if you don't shut up. I mean, that's why. <laughs> Yeah. I never say what a good coach. All funny looking in the light. What is that? Looking funny in the light. Just yeah. we get a little bit more exposure to him. What the heck? Let's take a look. Is he as good as you say? Maybe not. The further we get away from what Urban did there, maybe those high state fans will appreciate what they had. We're gonna see. Because I know they're gonna lose another game. They're gonna lose another game this year. It's coming. Well, the only people missing Urban Meyer right now is Bible thumping Chase. <laughs> but he was critical of Urban too. They always were complaining. But uh, most of the stuff y'all would be used to have in the group chat. But still, it was <laughs> on page too, and they're gonna be held to account for it. If I, I if I don't do anything else, we had to bump. I enjoyed the pain of Dominic Zinga. I like the Ravens. Well, I don't know if I like them, but like I respect the franchise. Probably the second most consistent franchise over the last fifteen years, besides the Patriots. Uh, my boy, uh, Daniel uh, Jeremiah, used to be a scout. Ozzie Newsome, class organization, but you get what you get. Uh, this was Dominic Zinga on August 9th. The Baltimore Ravens are a preseason powerhouse. Haven't lost since 2015. 17-0 and in that span. They end up going 20-0, and by the way. Every year I post this for a jinx, and it hasn't happened. Maybe this will be the year. <laughs> No, sir, you did go on to win three more preseason games, but everyone on your squad is hurt. So that's a bump. Couldn't happen to a better guy, Dominic Zinga. Yeah, fuck the Ravens, man. Nobody feels sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for Zinga. I don't feel sorry for Jeremiah. Jeremiah got 31 other teams he can pick, man. So ain't nobody feels sorry for him. I want to know, people that are newer to the group, Jeremiah Brandon, Grew up with my brother. I grew up with his brothers. Long history crosses the brains. Hey, hey, hold on. Hold on, bro. His, his brother is still Hulk, man. You better chill out. <laughs> That's a big dude. Yeah, yeah, there's a big guy. Oh, but he's got like five of them. But he switches teams. He's a team hopper. I believe he's like the Redskins, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. Maybe not the Cowboys, but I think so, too. And he tried to say he was going wherever T.O. went. But Bro, you can't switch teams every year. He's been with the Ravens, I think, a solid 10 years. But I think if the Ravens would start go down, Jeremiah would switch teams. So that's what I want to see. But I don't want to see Lamar. Like, I don't want to see Lamar thrive. I don't want to be wrong. But I don't want to see Lamar look bad either because white people get too happy. They tell You ever notice that the Saltines get really excited to tell you he can't pass? <laughs> I mean, there's a special glee in their heart, if you could see them in person, there'd be a gleam in their eye when they say it. They love it. They love to say Lamar can't pass. And, you know, your mileage will vary on Lamar's passing situation. He can pass in certain situations. Certain situations, he can't. So <laughs> that's the truth of it. But uh, no, that <laughs> that's just, to me, that was just hilarious. Anything else happened in the group that you missed, that I missed, that you wanted to comment on? Um, yes, because uh, I missed it um, on today's NFL show. Uh, I like to assess a fine of a billion dollars to Joe Gills, Gillis, Gills, I can't remember his name, Joe G, uh, 
one of my old nemesis when he first came in the group, then he moved to the West Coast and got too good to argue about every little thing, which probably is a good thing. But either way, bro, we don't give a damn about Riverboat Ron on Saturday. Saturdays are for the kids. Saturdays is college football. I don't think in the history that I've been in this group that we've ever had a legitimate NFL post on a Saturday. Like even only even the people who only watch NFL know that Saturdays are for college football. Yeah, like nobody ever does that. And I almost deleted it, but I was like, you know, Joe's a uh, he's he's a mainstay now, you know. And um, I felt like you know I give him this one, but. I had to be the first comment and tell him basically shut that shit up. Nobody cares. Plus, what you're complaining about are things that we already knew when you hired Riverboat, man. Like yeah. he's, he's literally a, a, a eight and eight coach at best in a 16 game season, unless he has the MVP caliber quarterback. And then you get what you got when they went to the Super Bowl. But if it ain't an MVP caliber quarterback, he's not really that great, and he's always going to go for it on fourth and one. And that's why we love Riverboat. Okay, it's fine. Wait. It's fine. Like, like it's fine. You love them too. It's fine. Okay. The the <laughs> things that you're the things that you're he had more losing season to Carolina than he had winning. He just had a really yeah. winning season. And but, that's the thing. But the fact that he came to this revelation in week two on a Saturday. On a sa- on a Saturday or a Thursday. Why are you in Cali? What are you doing, man? What 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 did you <laughs> what made you post that? And it was a long diatribe too. And you said it's Saturday. Sit down. Shut up. Today belongs yeah. to the kids. Eleven reactions, which was good. It was, and then what time was it? Five fifty-one. Alabama was playing, bro. Alabama, Florida was playing. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I just kind of ignored it. I probably let it through, but damn, I was like, bro, it's just long. I mean, he, he's very thoughtful, but save that for Monday. Save that for Thursday night, Friday morning when you know we talking about NFL. Saturday, definitely. At best, about the NFL, we get is a uh, an injury update, maybe like a shocking injury, right? Like, so they'll say, "Oh, this guy is out." It's like, "Oh man, this guy's out," or "This guy got popped for drugs or something like that." But yeah, we don't we we, we don't do that here, Joe. We don't do that here. Yeah. And if we did have a bump that I thought was funny that Maurice bumped uh, this comparison between golf, Wentz, and Dak. And uh, and Dak usually leads us in the stats, but it's so funny that the, all this arguing about Dak or Wentz, and I was on Team Wentz at first, and Golf never was on his team, but Dak's the only guy that's still on that team and got a new contract. And I don't think that's what the prediction would have been when they were drafted, or even maybe year two or three. Definitely over Wentz. Nah, man. Dak Prescott has been amazing. I, like from what I've seen in just the two games this year, well. Like if if this is his peak, it's really damn good. Like I'm just, I never just dead. It was good. Like he's legit, I never, just really yeah. Good. I never thought. I never. Yeah, I never thought he would be um, a natural like he's looking right now. I always thought it would be kind of forced a little, or or almost on the lines of, of being a robot like Golf is. But um, no, man, he's he's really like his. Everything about him right now is just A1, and, and I'm happy for him, and I'm hoping that – like, today's game was a great win, in my in my opinion. Uh, I think beating the Chargers in this in this particular scenario where you just lost that heartbreaker to the Bucks speaks volumes to, to his ability to be uh, a leader on a team that really needs their quarterback to step his game up. Like, he's carrying these guys. He carried them last year before he got hurt, and I said that offensively. 
at least, you know, but like he's inspired the defense to play hard um, and, and they get rest now. They don't have to go three and out so much and everything. And it, it's really an accumulation of, of um, his hard work, man. Like he really deserves all the credit for that team right now. And before we go, just want to remind everybody to support the brand, like the podcast, share it, uh, give it five stars, give it a review on, um, on Apple to do that. But also, I want to find these referees. This, I'm not a referee guy, but this is some of the worst <laughs> shit for referees that shit sucks. I have seen in a long time. Between the bogus taunting stuff, which I guess on some level they are forced to do to enforce because they get evaluated. But first of all, the, the most just egregious call on the safety in overtime of the Seattle and uh, Titans game. Uh, Herbert got caused basically out of touchdown range because they called him in the grass and he's 6'4", 250, and he still got the pass away. Like, uh, it wasn't Tyrod Taylor they were grabbing. So that was a bad call. I mean, the calls just were bad all day long across the board. The safety wasn't even the worst call in that game. Julio clearly scored a touchdown. Yeah, that was a touchdown. But I don't I – don't, I, I honestly think that you guys, like, I think the NFL swapped out uh, Major League Baseball's uh, replay people. Because Major, uh, no, Ma- Major League Baseball, when they go, when they go they to do that, replay, too, yep. they never overturn that thing, man, ever. I was told somewhere, I don't know if it was Florio or somebody, like an insider person, they said that there were going to be more calls that confirm the, the the play on the field because you know refs have their ego thing and this is what baseball the umpires are the biggest egos that they don't want to be over overshadowed or or you know you're upstaging them how about we just get the call right which are yeah. ego thing? but it's just terrible i, I don't understand it, it's it's bad for me to say um the refs are bad i'm not a ref complainer but and one of the game the calls i just talked about was to help my team but that was a horrible call and I wanted the Titans to well, I wanted the Titans to win. But God damn, that was just dumb. I love Russell Wilson, but yeah, it's terrible. You got anything you want to plug? You do anything this week? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna continue to do the uh, weekly NFL gambling podcast. Um, I'll probably record them like late Wednesday nights and 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 post it on uh, Thursday morning for everybody to listen to. I know some people probably like ignored it but there were some gems on there uh this week that i dropped hell some of them i didn't even follow myself but i was early on the over of uh arizona and minnesota which got blown up in the first half actually i think they uh pretty much covered that um i was all in on um i was all in on the the teddy cover which once again stayed true um and then you know i do drop some tidbits occasionally on our on our show on sundays but i think what people are really looking for uh, in content, they'll find on the Wednesday show. God, I'm just looking at the steel shots of this Julio thing. That is really bad. It's really bad, bro. He, he's, his, feet, his feet are one of the best attributes on him. I could tell in real time that that shit was good. So I need for them to get it right on, on a replay. That's awful. Also, uh, be on the lookout for our um, Telestrator stuff that we're going to probably end up doing here in the next couple of weeks if I can figure out why all 22s isn't working on NFL.com. <laughs> if we can get that, if we can yeah, get that done. They zone went down today and for like a few minutes at the beginning of the thing, I thought it was me because I was on the phone and I was in my car and I was kind of listening to the red zone. I don't really watch it, but I listened to it. If y'all yeah. But I it just like messed up. I'm like, what's going on? And everybody else was on the page too. So NFL Network, I mean, well, NFL just had a really bad day, NFL media. So hopefully everything will be working again. 
Yeah. All right. For actively lazy slash Starscream slash Anakin Skywalker. This is the commission, Ronnie Carlton. Have a great day. They'll, they'll love the Ryan Day defense. I'm not always goes over the TV. I, I can't what? Are you looking up. I was like, damn, I can't see the room. Can't uh, see the TV. Man, uh, it was some goofy ass plays though. But yeah, it's only 14-7. You missed nothing. Okay. All, All right. right. Should stop recording, right?